welcome back to the Women's Empowerment Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Jill Carroll, business owner at 56 Central in Galway, Ireland. And also, she's a coach at Strive for It Coaching. Jill, good morning, and you're very welcome. Good morning, Dolores. How are you? It's so good to have you here, Jill. And I wanted to speak to you uh, and have you to share with our listeners your valuable insights into how living in alignment with our core values and beliefs is valuable to us on so many levels. You know, and as someone that is familiar with my work will know that this is something I speak to a lot. And as we're chatting on this episode of the podcast, we're beginning to see light at the end of the tunnel in relation to reopening the country after a long spell of being closed down with the pandemic. And this, of course, is very relevant to Jill as a business owner. So before we discuss how you manage to maintain your core values and why they're so important, Jill, I'd love you to give us your outline and your definition as to what exactly a core value is and why they are so important for us. Sure. So I am a massive fan of core values like yourself, uh, slightly obsessed, and I'm making it my mission to get the world to understand what their core values are, because I think until I discovered mine, I never really knew what I was doing. I was a bit frantic was the word and a yes woman because I just said yes to everything because I didn't know what I really wanted to do. So the way I describe core values is that they are the feelings that you get from the actions that you do in life. So some things you do in life don't make you feel anything amazing and other things you do in life make you feel something. So it's not necessarily amazing as the word, it could be anything. So I show up in my life and do certain things that give me these really strong feelings and they make me feel good and that's the way I want to live my life. So I have to go back and discover what is it that I do? Where do I spend my spare time? Um, what work am I doing? How's my family life, my relationships? And how do all of these things make me feel? And from sitting down and going through that workshop as it is, or, you know, like digging deep ceremony with yourself, you then discover what the feelings are that you get from doing things. So one of my things I like to do in my spare time is volunteering. So I volunteer and then from that, I feel empowered and I feel connected to people and I feel like I'm making a difference and I'm giving back to society. So from all of those feelings, I discovered the word contribution. So contribution would be one of my core values that I would live my life in alignment with it. So when I show up contributing back to society in any way, I know that I'm going to feel those feelings that I felt and the empowerment and the, you know, being helpful and they're going to make me feel good. And then in turn, everyone around me is going to feel good because I'm living in my true power. So I hope that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yes. It sure does. And I think that that's going to resonate, resonate with so many people because but I love the way that you, you use feelings as a portal to dip into what our core values are. It's a wonderful way to look at it because, as you say, it's how we feel. Life is a journey and not having... I, one, one thing I always think too is, and it's something that I have to check myself on regularly as well, is not clinging to a destination. And I think by using your uh, definition there, if we're, if we're going more by our feelings and, and then obviously being in alignment with their core values, 
moving clinging to a destination, we enjoy the journey more. So maybe that will bring us more into the conversation about your journey over the past year, which I'm sure has had lots of um, moments that have um, triggered your core values and in many different ways. Uh, yeah, it has. And I think that this year has been a true testament to me to say, are these really my core values? So I discovered my core values a few years ago. And then I've tried to live my life in accordance to them and in line with them and show up by them. But this year being the year of the pandemic and my restaurants being closed more than it's been open in the last 16 months, um, I've learned that actually these are my true core values. Because a few months ago, um, I was saying to you earlier, I just felt like, you know, just down in the dumps and you don't know what's wrong with you. And people use these words, anxiety and depression and all these things. But I was like, There's some, I'm just not, I'm just off. And I don't understand what it is. And then my friend who's done my core values course said to me, you aren't living your life in alignment with your, what you love, which is your core values. So of course you're going to feel like shit. And I was like, oh my God, that is exactly what it is. I'm not, my core values are contribution, connection, leadership, and playfulness. Even if we start with playfulness, there is no fun I mean, I can try and make as much fun as I can down on the beach in Black Rock and pretend I'm modeling in my swimsuit. But really, that's about the extent of it. There's no connection. I'm not connecting with human beings because I'm at home all day long and I just can't see enough people. I need a lot of connections through business and life and, you know, just fun. Um, I'm not contributing back to society as much as I used to. And leadership, I'm not a leader at all. Because who am I leading? I'm leading my plants and my house and myself because I, I'm not in that power. So when I looked and sat down and went, actually, you're right, that's, that's all that's wrong with me. So because I know what my core values are, it's easy for me to then say, right, start ticking off through them. How can you bring more fun? How can you connect with people? And then I did a workshop for free. So I was contributing back to society. I felt like I was a leader again. And that just ticked all the boxes. And I felt I got out of my own way, out of my space, out of my head and started moving again. But if you don't know what your core values are, then you're not going to know what's causing this, maybe this low feeling or this lethargic, you know, tired. I don't know what's wrong with me, which can happen pandemic or not. It's just life, isn't it? Like you said, it's, it's the journey. It's never going to be perfect. But knowing your core values will help you pull yourself back from maybe if you're going the wrong way. It's a wonderful way to show people this because, yes, um, I certainly myself can really resonate with the way you say that about um, even the way you, you talk about anxiety and depression, because we, there are feelings as well. We have like anxiety is a fear of something that hasn't happened yet. Reel myself back to my core values. Um, then I can kind of, it's like as if it's almost turning on a switch inside yourself. Isn't it like, because our core values can be dormant if we're not living in alignment with them. They don't go away anywhere. They're there, but we're just, they're not switched on. Because we have a we we allow unconsciously, of course, like that, the anxiety and the depression maybe to to take over. And it's there's never any guilt and shame. Life happens and we get off track. But I love that that just the going back and the and the dipping in again to the core values. Some some people, I suppose, listening to this will be listening to it and never have an identified their core values. And I suppose for those of us who may have gone astray, we'd start with finding them for the start. So uh, again, like I said, it's the feeling. So, you know, if you think um, if you're having a bad day and you come home from work and or even come into a restaurant, I remember in 37 West, a woman came in one day and she said, I just need a slice of chocolate cake today, Jill. And I was like, okay. So what feeling did she get from eating that chocolate cake? It soothed her and made her feel better. 
So imagine if you knew that something that you could do bar even the chocolate cake would make you feel good. So if your word, like one of my friends is a nutritionist and her, one of her core values is vitality. So if she could say, ah, if I just get a little bit more vitality in my life and what I do today to make that ASAP. So it might be go for a walk or do skip and rope or something like that. So these, again, is the feelings that lead us to this word. So I ask people to sit down and really go through what, where do they show up in life and how do they make them feel? So how do, you, how do you feel when you're in a relationship? How do you feel when you're at work? How do you feel when you're at home? Anything that you do, if you have a hobby, a pastime, if you're on a, a board, if you volunteer, how does all of these things make you feel? And write as many words as possible down on paper. And then I give them a list of hundreds of words or you can use your thesaurus or some people are just great with words and then you keep writing and writing and then you come to you find that one word and also I think it's really good to connect with your friends on this and say I'm looking at my core values and this is what they are so I always had three and then my best friend he said to me you're missing one and I said I know but I don't know what it is and he said playfulness is your word and I was like you're right because I have to show up where there's fun so I always tell people how I was on um, a board and it was just so boring no crack there was no banter it was it was very stiff and I couldn't show up as myself I was I was a leader I was contributing back to society I was doing my connection but every day I showed up in this meeting it was so boring and stiff that I couldn't have fun I couldn't be my natural self and I do better work when I'm like that so I had to leave that board because playfulness wasn't happening so sometimes all of your core values are very strongly connected. Other people's aren't. They have, you know, maybe a few different hats that they wear. For me, they all work together. Um, my core values are the same that run through my business as well, which it mightn't be the case for some people. And I was talking about that with you earlier, that if you have your core values written on the wall and your clients know what your core values are and your staff know what your core values are, well, then everyone's going to show up to support you to feel great every day. So it's a very um, sly way of making your world just a little bit happier. But imagine if your partner didn't know that one of your core values was adventure. And every holiday that you booked together was to lie by a pool in Lanzarote. But you really wanted to be hiking up the side of a mountain. Well, unless you can express yourself to whoever it is you go on holidays with that I actually need adventure. It makes me feel good. I love it. I need it in my life. And I've suppressed it for the last 10 years. Well, then imagine if you explain this to somebody and they said, yeah, actually, I think I'd like that. And then you just change your holidays, which make you feel better. You come home more motivated and all of a sudden life is just a little bit easier. And that's just a small example. So I'm nodding my head here away. I did a <laughs> webinar recently on conscious relating land. I mean, this is you just t you hit on so many of the points because like in relationships when we're both people can be leading totally different lives and I love this of, of bringing it back to there again the feeling because sometimes as women we can we can expect our partner to know what it is we want even our our children if we have children because I'm this way and I'm an empathic person we may feel everybody else is the same way but of course we're all so unique and I think relationships is definitely one area where and that's why our relationships uh, challenge us and trigger us so much, because when we're not being assertive and, and uh, asking for our needs to be met, then the other person won't know. But I love that you're bringing it back to the values, because 
can you imagine what it's like then when we actually don't know what our values are? How can we possibly even then let the other person know? So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very true. And it's just a, it's, it, you need to discover who you are before you can show up correct for your partner, for your children, for your, for your boss. People will say, oh, my boss is such a, this is terrible. And it's like, well, what have you done? Like you can't expect the boss to do everything for you. You need to discover who you are and then you can show up better while you're in work. And maybe you're actually in the wrong role. And then your boss is going to be there every day giving you a hard time because the, the company's core values are nothing in alignment with you and you're living a lie every day. So, you know, it, it, they're just so important in so many aspects um, of your life. So you talked there about as well about, you know, being on a board where um, you were there and it just wasn't in alignment, okay, with your core values. So you made the decision to, to get off the board. What about a person that, let's say, what advice would you give to someone that, uh, needs to accept the situation that they're in maybe they're not in a position to change it how would you advise someone or is this even possible for us to do to accept maybe where we are and know that our core values aren't being um honored or do we need to have our core values uh honored all the time i know if you were if you ask a like uh someone maybe who's doing this a lot longer than me, they probably, Tony Robbins would probably say, what do you think the answer is? <laughs> of course I have to say no. But life is such a way that like you have to do stuff sometimes that aren't the most comfortable. But I suppose it, it goes back then to looking at your other core value. How could you lean into that? So maybe in that position, I could have said, okay, there is no playfulness, but maybe straight after this meeting, I'm going to do something that's really good fun, but I'm going to suck it up here for this hour or found somebody within the group that I could have some fun with and sit beside them so I can, you know, make some lightheartedness out of it. And then in other ways, maybe it is, if you can get out of it, then you can't, you, you should. Like I gave up that board and I went on to another one and uh, made massive changes within that. And then I was really in my full power. So had I stayed in the other one, which was probably um, seen as a better one, um, it would have been in it for the wrong reasons. Whereas by leaving it, the opportunity opened for me to go on to something else and then really thrive and be myself. So, but that's a risk that you have to take. And I know sometimes in life, you know, you can bang on here, oh, take risks and quit your job and all that. But that's not reality either for a lot of people. And, you know, I don't believe this thing, just quit your job and go and do whatever you want. It's not for everybody. You have to have risks, especially around your core values. Yeah, no, I love that actually. And that, that does help a lot. And it's actually, it, it, because that, that triggered something in me that I was actually thinking about over the weekend. So it's a great way to look at it. You know, if something isn't in alignment and if it's not making us feel good, should we allow our energy to be depleted? Well, sometimes we do have to accept where we are, but ultimately, again, the opening of the door, when we, when we leave something that isn't in alignment, perhaps we allow something better to come in. It's the fear of letting go so how did you find yourself in your own journey? Like, I mean, being a restaurant owner and being a coach, you know, obviously your core values were hit to their core. You know, there's this opening up again now. Will your core values, do they ever change? I suppose is my question here. Yes, I think people's core values will change over, over the years of their life. Um, if, if their um, home circumstances change, if their job changes, little little things that can happen and, and age as well. Like my 30 year old self versus my 42 this month year old self probably has quite different core values. I could handle 
a lot more at 30 than I can handle at this age work-wise. So I, I probably, in my 30s, playfulness was just a natural thing, whereas maybe now in my 40s, you have to work at it. Um, and maybe leadership was probably my strongest core value back then, and I would have knocked anyone down to get there. And creativity was probably a core value that I had then that I wouldn't harbor anymore. So they will change as time goes on, but that, because your feelings about everything change. I mean, gosh, even tomorrow I might decide, you know what, when I really look at it, I actually don't want to connect with any human beings ever again. <laughs> and connection being a big one. So I've had to spend the last couple of months, especially in the first lockdown, connecting to myself because I was like, right, I am stuck here in this house by myself. What am I, how am I going to do to, to get through this? So I had to connect inward. So that was to yoga and meditation. And I spent all my time at one o'clock every day with Saj Guru on Facebook, listening to him over in India just something to get connected to myself. Now that connection is going to have to change when I go back to work and I'm going to have to connect with so many human beings in a different way than I had for the last year. So, um, and connecting back to friends that you haven't seen for a while. So yes, you, it'll still be the core value, but it'll be acting in my life very differently. The leadership role I've played for the last year has been to lead myself, to get myself out of bed, and say it's okay you don't have a job again today you can do something else you can do this that or the other so now i'm going to have to go back into a role of leading people and leading my staff through this reopening phase which is as difficult as closing it and the fear of oh, we might have to close again and all that kind of stuff so um i think when you spend a lot of time on the core values and i've done it in lots of different with different coaches and different workshops you probably find words that will change will, will work over a few different areas of your life so then they'll change quite a bit as as life goes on sometimes in life we can realize that we've actually developed other people's values from our perception of our environment when we're young we may have adopted mom's value around something and dad's value around something else but as a unique individual they might resonate, not resonate with us as our core values can you speak a little bit to this or even it could be society's values like we might not feel that they resonate with us on a personal level what would your um your your what would you like to say about that what i would like to say about this is that my father's not listening to your podcast <laughs> because i spent i have spent the last 10 years of my life trying to not live in alignment with his core values that he shoved down my neck which were work hard seven days a week Arr, what are you on about you're going on holidays what 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 um because he grew up in a different world than me of being self-employed now through the teachings of me his guru <laughs> i've shown him another way so he's reading all of the books now that that i've read over the last couple of years and now he is i can see how he's changed his view um around the whole work ethic so that was a big one for me that I look back on my 20s and I go, was I living for his values or my values? Like I became self-employed at a very young age, like in Scotland, I think I was only about 25 and I went into business partnership with the guy over there. And I look back now and I'm like, why wasn't I in Australia drinking whatever those people drink out of the, the cartons of wine that everyone did. But I was too busy becoming this self-employed guru working seven days a week, like, like a, a mad woman. And I, I think they weren't my core values for sure. And it's something that I talk about all the time in the workshop because we all show up from where we've been taught as a child. And, you know, 
people go to college because someone said they should go to college. I went to college in UCD because I thought that's what you had to do was go to college. And I dropped out of college and never went back for a few years until I did hotel management. But I was living a life of other people because again, I didn't connect to my feeling because my true feeling was probably, I don't want to go here, but I have to go because society says I have to go. So yes, we live a life in accordance with other people's core values because we are unaware of how we actually feel because we never take time away from a partner or a parent or a child or a sister or whoever it is to say, what do I want? And then it can be difficult because it can cause conflict. And, you know, especially if it's a partner and you have to say, I can't live that um, core value that you have because it's very different than me. Um, Another one that came up in the workshop the last day was people living in core values that they want to live in, in the futuristic world. So they're not staying in the present. So they think, oh, I'd love a core value of let's just go back to contribution, but they're actually not doing anything to contribute to anybody, even themselves, but it's something that they wish they had. So therefore they're feeling for the future, but they're not living in the present. So yeah, there's a massive world of living someone else's core values. It happens an awful lot when you're younger with friends as well, whatever your friends do, you think, have to do and you can that's when maybe you might feel that you know I don't feel good and I'm anxious about going away on holidays because you don't want to go like traveling around the world with Mary you actually want to go and go to college or you want to work or you want to do something different but you're doing it because society said you have to do it or Mary said you have to come and do it so learning your core values early on in life um the the earlier the better I mean they should be teaching them in school all the time Mm. how does this make you feel and then you'll slowly discover what it is that you enjoy doing and the more things that you do the more things you're going to feel as well that's why people say you know to have this vision and dream board in your brain that you're doing like crazy stuff and people would say to me what makes you think you can do that and I'm like well I want to know what it feels like and if I fail I fail but I want to know what it feels like to go and do this if it's a race or if it's going on holidays or hiking somewhere or whatever it is because I want to experience as many feelings as possible because maybe I'll discover one that blows my mind and maybe maybe I am meant to be the next Beyonce but I won't know that unless I maybe do a music class and feel what it feels like to sing or I did the drums um in January maybe I'm going to be the next drummer but it, unless you have lots of things and lots of feelings which could lead to a new undiscovered core value oh Jill what a wonderful way to end the episode thank you so much Jill if somebody wanted to find out more about the work you do can you share with them where we can find you Yes, I am on Facebook and Instagram and I have a website, Strive For It. See, I'm pretty much everywhere when you go onto the internet and LinkedIn as well. So I run workshops. My main um, business model is around a mastermind where I bring together like about six people and we basically master our minds. So I I run a business one and then I run just a regular one for life and work, but you don't have to be a business owner. And the whole idea is the accountability and the peer support so that you meet once a month and um, I'll give you homework. And I call it homework because it is homework. You need to go home and do the work. If you show up on my mastermind and don't do the work, you'll get kicked out and I'll give you your money back. I don't care because I want after six months to see a change that you needed in your life, even if it's something small. But if you're not doing the work, then it's not going to happen. So the mastermind is um, the best way I find that works. And I also do one-to-one coaching and mentoring as well. Fantastic. Is there actually, is there any quote or anything you'd like to leave us with actually? Put you on the spot there. Any last words? Uh, well, I 
I think the most important thing is that word of like checking in, how do I feel? Write it down on a piece of paper, write it in your phone, whatever it is. We just are so disconnected from our minds and our bodies because we're so busy. So writing down how I feel, how does this make me feel is um, what I would say as my line. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much again, Jill. Look forward to seeing you in person, hopefully in the near future. Yes, thank you.